Paddle Ready Broadcast, believing what it says. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hang on. I knew that was going to happen one day. Okay. Thank you for joining us Woo. for Paddle Ready as our table falls to the ground. But hey, you know what? We're still going to go. We're still going to start off the same way. I have my little card here that one of my friends at church made for me. And it, and in one of our battle readies, we said, let's make this a daily part of our praise. And it's from Revelation chapter 7, verse 12, saying, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be unto our God forever and ever. Amen. And I just really like that. I want to thank her. She she knows who she is, who created that for me. I keep it in my Bible. I like that. It reminds me that no matter what we're reading, no matter what we're studying, no matter what book we're in, he deserves the praise. He is what this is all about. Mm-hmm. So thank you for joining us again on this Saturday night. Um, we are in Second Chronicles chapter 20. We're really proud of ourselves because we got through three last week. I was real pleased with that. Mm-hmm. We never do that. So if you missed it, you missed it. It was a miracle. <laughs> it was kind of a miracle. Yeah. So I'm going to have you lead in while I make sure I can see what anybody might be texting to say, and we'll get started. So right before we started this, we were practicing to sing Kate and I because we like to sing together. And you brought out a song, and I said it's too sad, mm-hmm. but it's exactly the right thing to introduce our lesson with. So it, God works all things to the good. But mm-hmm. the song's says um one more valley you've got one more valley you've got one more thing we went through three chapters in the story of king jehoshaphat last mm-hmm. week and three okay. times god found him to be faithful to him to put him first god gave him victory gave him peace gave him prosperity in his kingdom mm-hmm. we, we talked about all these good things that came into the kingdom because his heart was for the people to know the word of god and his heart was to know god first as a priority in his life and how how he was blessed but then you get to chapter 20 which is today's chapter and you've got one more valley the one more thing that one you need to conquer and i think sometimes we think you know I, i've done my part I've done what God would have me to do. I'm at a place in my life where I'd really just like to sit back and rest now. Compared to some of the other reigns, Jehoshaphat's is longer. Mm-hmm. He's king for a longer amount of time. He is blessed to be in that position of authority and influence. But does he go influence. through three kings in the north, three kings of Israel, and then and he's, and he's the still standing? There. Yeah, it's kind of funny that we talk about this because this week in our in our homeschool group. We were on Daniel, and we were talking about that most people do not realize that when Daniel goes into the lion's den, he's nearly 80. Mm-hmm. And when he writes Daniel chapter 9, and he's interceding for his people, realizing that God's about to take them out of captivity mm-hmm. and take them back to their land, he is over 80 mm-hmm. years old. Mm-hmm. He's talking about the 70 years he spent in Babylon, mm-hmm. but he's he's older. He walked that journey mm-hmm. when he was taken out by the Babylonians. Now Medes and Persians are in charge. and And you think... You know, there is no place where the child of God gets excused from growing, gets to not face another challenge, Mm -hmm. gets to, and I know you're like, wait, always, always, Mm -hmm. because no matter what it is that God has put in your life, and by the way, they're never easy things. Nobody's life here is just a cakewalk and easy and everything goes the way it's supposed Mm -hmm. to go. There are always these challenges. We look at them wrong. Mm -hmm. We look at them as this is, you know, God, are you paying attention? Or what did I do to cause this? That's always where our mind runs. But every one of those challenges God puts in our life is a way to give Him glory. Clear to the end. And every one right? of those challenges that God puts in your life, they have been in somebody else's life. And if we were doing what we should do as Christian brothers and Christian family, we would be encouraging. We wouldn't moan and cry and weep. And we'd say, you know what? God God is still God and He takes care of you. And I think sometimes, the reason I say that, and I, maybe I'm saying that wrong, forgive me, let me explain. Vivian, who was here forever, who was wonderful to me and has played a big role in my Christian life, I would go to her so sure I had a right to be angry. And she'd let me tell her all about why I should be angry. But then she'd turn it around and say, but now look at it this way. Mm-hmm. And sometimes From that's and sometimes that's frustrating because when you want to be angry, you want somebody to be angry with you. And I've caught myself lately when somebody has or a particular person has advice they want, 
I see myself doing the Vivian. I'm turning the story to say, no, you can dwell on that if you want to, but that isn't the part that's important. Think about it like this. I wish we did that more for each other. I wish that when I did it, I didn't feel guilty for doing it, like I'm not caring or I'm blowing off. That's not what Mm -hmm. I'm doing. I'm just trying to encourage and get you back on track because I saw this yesterday and I thought this was marvelous and I know this has nothing to do maybe with this lesson but it was an old video I hadn't seen it for a long time and one of the ministers had a rope that was exceptionally long it was like forever long and the first part of the rope was about this big and he had that colored a certain red I think it was but then after it is all this rope all this rope just more and more rope And what he was trying to picture was, this is our life here on earth. And this, all that rope was eternity. And we spend all of our time worried about what happens right here, because that's where we are. And we're not thinking about all the stuff that's coming for eternity. All those, if we would get like Paul and maybe get that in our mind, that this part's short and little even if it's a hundred years it's short and little compared to all that rope that's out there that represented eternity and I thought what a that's a good illustration of how we're supposed to stay focused if we stay focused on the eternal aspect of things some of this little stuff isn't going to matter so much Mm-hmm. I don't know. No, just something that I just that is good. I just think sometimes we don't we don't encourage each other by reminding us, uh, reminding ourselves and reminding those that are going through things, this is just a little piece of it. Yeah. There's a whole bunch more out here. I think that relates to, we, we talked about this the last time we were together, and I think it relates perfectly to that, is that Jehoshaphat is a king who you can tell by the actions he takes mm-hmm. and the decisions he makes that he is thinking about King David mm-hmm. because he follows the steps of David and, and Solomon as well. He educates the people. He sends all the people out to teach. Mm-hmm. He seeks him he in the same way. The Levite. He uses the He goes back to mm-hmm. figure out how to do things the right way. When he's in trouble, he uh, he first turns to God. What would you have me to do? That mm-hmm. heart that's willing to be bent. When he finds when out he did wrong, he does like David, off. he says... Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm sorry about that. Let let me do better, Lord. Please don't don't leave me here. And God doesn't. Mm-hmm. He, he is faithful to him. He was faithful to his father Asa too. But Asa, when rebuked, got, got hurt mm-hmm. and stayed hurt. His feelings were hurt. Jehoshaphat continues on mm-hmm. in this way. But I think it's it is like David as well that even as an older man. There's still challenges. There's still he, he fought Goliath as just a young man, just a very young man. Mm-hmm. But he has battles to fight as an old man. Mm-hmm. He has challenges to overcome. I can just see Jehoshaphat in those first battles we read about last week. Mm-hmm. Yes, he is fully relying on God. You read that in here. Mm-hmm. But he's also young mm-hmm. and strong and healthy. Mm-hmm. And he's, able- he's up to the challenge mm-hmm. of knowing what to do. And but as an older, older king... Mm-hmm. You would think, now let's let everything just kind of go gentle. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and he'll just end in in this peaceful situation. But that's not how life works. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the greatest giant you fight and the greatest battle you fight is when you are least powerful in yourself to do so. But isn't that what God says? He uses the ones that are least powerful to show you how powerful he is. So I absolutely think that's on purpose. Mm -hmm. That when we read about this battle that he comes against in chapter 20... He, he is. There's no question left in our mind that Jehoshaphat is not able to fight this battle, mm-hmm. but God is. That's a- true. And that that in His but own it's power, still interesting there's that not that. It says He feared. Well, yeah. And and I think. But well, what do you do with the fear? That's think, the focus of this and lesson. You, and you think that? What do you do? You, with you the would fear? think that as you got to be a Christian and you've been a Christian for a long time. You wouldn't be afraid. You wouldn't fear when things happen. You've seen what we, God can do. The song Libby says the, that they there's sing. There's nothing that our God can't do. There's nothing he can't do, and we know that. We and know we that. will praise that when we're hearing that song sung. But in our lives, fear creeps in. And I think fear is the greatest enemy that a, a Christian fights. For fear this reason, doubt. Satan's a terrorist. Mm-hmm. He is. He is a terrorist. If you think of the definition of a terrorist, he it's not that you have fear. the power to actually change anything. They really don't. Mm-hmm. But they have the po- power to terrify you, to mm-hmm. make you miserable, to make you feel powerless, so that you don't you, you don't know the strength that's at your disposal. You don't know the power of God that mm-hmm. he's willing mm-hmm. to put in your life. 
Fear just paralyzes us. Mm-hmm. It makes us freeze up, you know. And this it king makes us is forget. afraid. It makes us forget. He's. A, but we said we're going to talk about these kings. Is what are they models of? Mm-hmm. What are they models of mm-hmm. in Christ? Most of all, mm-hmm. and then what are they models of for us? He's a model of what do you do with the emotion of fear? What do you do with that feeling? Mm-hmm. And how how should we handle that? How did Christ handle that? Mm-hmm. You can't tell me not. Now listen, fear. Perfect love casts out fear, but. You know that the humanity that cross of cross of Christ thing. feared not Didn't. not fear might not even be the right word was not looking Despised forward to the, the cross Despised the when shame. he's praying as great sweat as great drops of blood in the garden and he's agonizing over that mm-hmm. and father if it's your will let this cup pass from me but it goes to that's prayer. real but where do you go with that you straight to, to the Father. And I don't know about you. Where do you I don't go? know how you handle things, but when things are overwhelming for me, now just for me, when things are overwhelming for me, the first, the, it's not always the first thing I think of, but eventually if I get to the book, if I get to the Word of God and start reading, it seems like I can handle whatever is overwhelming me. Because My it poor family, me, bless their heart. <laughs> What's wrong with your poor family? Okay, because first of all, when I'm hurting or I'm scared, I'm grouchy. everybody in my family loves me. I'm in one of the most loving families in the entire world. When I'm hurting or I'm scared about something, they always want to help. Mm-hmm. And all I want is them to go away so I can be alone <laughs> with the <laughs> Lord. Alone. Because if I can get by myself, that's what you're talking mm-hmm. about. I if I can get that. by myself with my, my Bible open, if I get by myself in prayer, I know who I need to talk to. Mm-hmm. And I know who can fix And it. I know who can fix I appreciate that everybody loves me so much. I wouldn't trade my family for the world. I love Same that man. if I'm in trouble, they're all around me. But I need Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I need him right now. Mm-hmm. And, and I need I everybody to let me talk to him. I, I do. that's what he does too. But that's what I've had to do mm-hmm. forever. Like, but you I can't handle this. That. Let me get to Jesus. You learn to do that. Sure. You learn that that's where you go. You. It's not It's not some imaginary thing out but here. But it's interesting where. that some of these kings didn't learn that. Some of mm-hmm. these kings have known that and forgotten it. They've mm-hmm. leaned on other people. And they they never prosper. But, but there are, what do you do with that fear? When it comes... So Who let's talk turn about to? his fear. He is in, we are in Second Chronicles chapter, chapter 20. 20. And we'll just start reading for a little bit because this is a pretty long chapter. It's got a lot of good stuff in it, though. Mm-hmm. And it came to pass after this also that the children of Moab and the children of Ammon and with them other besides the Ammonites came against Jehoshaphat to battle. So first One of all, just, just really briefly... Ammon, Moab, and Ammonites. These nations are descendants of Lot and and incestuous relationship with his daughters. They are nations that have been problematic for the nation of Israel all along, but that Israel did not completely destroy Mm -hmm. when they came into the promised land. Mm -hmm. Because they are, you know, Lot was a righteous man Mm -hmm. who they descended from, and there was knowledge of God at one point. Mm -hmm. It's long gone. These nations have turned their backs on God. Not only are they there, but you're going to read in a couple of verses, they're joined by Esau's descendants, mm-hmm. the, the Edomites. The ones that they weren't allowed who to also, battle Esau with. Esau knew right? who God was, right. right? But at this point, completely turned away. Mm-hmm. The ones they were prevented from destroying, that's right, mm-hmm. are these nations that have gathered at their gates. They've joined with the Syrians. We've already had issue with the Syrians just mm-hmm. a couple chapters ago. Mm-hmm. The Syrians are across the Dead Sea from them. That's why they're going to say they came across the sea to fight. So all these nations that have been problematic, though, now joining together to come in unity to fight against Judah. And don't forget, Judah, there's always the this one Judah. guy, right? I love right. this guy because in that verse 2, this is the guy that no matter where you are, there's one in every crowd. And I say that lovingly. Sometimes I don't even think people realize what they do. But this is what it says. Then there came some that told Jehoshaphat, saying, There comes a great multitude against you from beyond the sea on this side, Syria. And behold, they be in Hazan Tamar, which is in Gedi. They're coming. They're coming to get you. Mm-hmm. They don't like you. They don't want you to be prosperous. They're going, to, they're going to get you. There's not just a little bit. There's a whole bunch. I always think of the story of Job. There was always one left to come and tell him how bad things were. There's mm-hmm. always someone around you. There's always someone who will come to tell you all the bad, so you know, you know, and get you all worked up and get you all afraid. And then verse 3 says, and Jehoshaphat feared. Mm-hmm. He does. We do. 
we just sometimes it's the noise of what's ha- going to happen, not necessarily what does happen. I had to do this next line this week. I had to do this. I've experienced this this week. This God sets me up for battle ready almost all the time. Mm-hmm. He does. You too. So you bring things through exactly what's right. But it says, and Jehoshaphat feared, feared and set himself to seek the so Lord. So how do you set yourself to seek the Lord? It's like, okay, wait, I'm terrified, mm-hmm. but I am going to tell myself the right thing to do. Absolutely. So I, when I set myself, it's not that I felt like mm. running to the Lord, but what I said was, right what here in I this moment, what's my decision? What am I going to decide to do? I'm deciding mm-hmm. I need to take this to the Lord. Now I wasn't terrified this week. I just had a situation pop up in my life, and my, I knew that my immediate reaction to what had happened—I'm not going to go into it—but my immediate reaction was wrong. I could feel it. Mm-hmm. Right? What came out? What came up to come out of my mouth first? The Holy Spirit was letting me know that is not the right mm-hmm. thing to say. Keep your mouth shut. Say, just mm-hmm. don't say anything if you can't say something else because that's not right. You can't say something else. And instead of <laughs> going with my feelings, instead of going with what was felt natural to me in that situation, I felt that checking myself mm-hmm. saying, and you I better have... talk to God about this. You better go to God and say, God, I know this is wrong. And that's what I did. I stopped. I said, Lord, I know my reaction is wrong. And what I would really like you to do mm-hmm. is change it. <laughs> change my feelings mm-hmm. about this. And, but if you don't change my feelings about that, just show me the right thing to do. And I just wish, show me what's right. And I wish I, and I wish 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 that Christian people would admit that. I was really happy with myself. Because do you know how many times <laughs> yes, I do. that I have said and the wrong thing because thing. I didn't I had listen exactly to the warning? the same thing this week where in my heart of hearts and that small And I probably will do it again voice, tomorrow. That still small voice is going, you know. Better but now. you go right over top you of it. You can't do that. Do you, you ever know, go over top no, of it? Yes, I do. But and I then let I, it come out of your I mouth. I wish I could say I don't, but I do. Because I think in that moment, I know the right thing. Mm-hmm. I can straighten this out. I need to do what's come up in my feelings first. And whenever I do, when I override what God is telling me, I make a huge, enormous mess. Then I have to go to him and ask him to get me out of it. Uh-huh. This and time, I asked him to get me out of it before I got in it. That's right. That's progress. And, and here's, <laughs> that, here's that is the thing progress. that I want to say about Jehoshaphat. He's been here now a while. Yeah. The news that somebody's outside the gate shouldn't scare him so bad. Right? He has been. It's remember, a huge multitude. It is a They've huge They've all multitude. joined together. They're sailing across the sea. I'm old. Right, right. I, I'm old. But I'm not a scholar. But remember, he had a million soldiers point. himself That's here true, at but, one point. Remember, but at this remember point, we went through all they this. outnumber you again. He protected you in battle when Ahab was get when Ahab died. I mean, have there been points in your life, though, that absolutely. you felt more ready for a battle than you do now? I agree. I absolutely and, and that, agree. And I don't that. mean that in any kind of disrespectful way. Anything no, bad. I just mean as an older Christian, I, not old. Yeah, older. There she goes. Has again. there been time, have there been times in your life when you felt up to the fight, and times in your life when you felt I'm not able to meet this? One. And I wonder I'm, who the group is that comes and tells him too. I don't know because sometimes if it's someone you think a lot of and they keep telling you how bad it is, well, you got to get ready for you it. Gotta you got to do something you to do. get ready for it. But fear. The fear. Is that that fear part is what caught my attention. And mm-hmm. Jehoshaphat feared. But in his fear, he set himself to seek the Lord. I made up my mind. I'm going to God with We this. all have to do that. Yeah. Every day, all day long. We have to, if we are not paying attention, we'll glide right over something that if we had set our knowledge, what we know to do is the right thing, it would have been so much better. And like you said... I'm real pleased when I get one right, but then I'll turn around and mess up another I, I, I'm not I'm saying so, I'm going right? to get them all right, but what I thought was, isn't it better, so much better, it was good to me to let it's, God it's, fix the mess before I made it as opposed to after I made it. Because he will come like, in and help me when like I make a mess. You feel like you mature a little bit right there, right? You matured. I've, I've matured enough that I, I hate got to that even one maybe say that. right. But then you know that tomorrow <laughs> you're going to do something just as dumb well, because I that's the way not. it worked. But what did not. he do? He set himself. And Jehoshaphat feared and he set himself and then he proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. And I want to talk about that just for a minute. That's not something we do or talk about very much anymore in the church. You cannot do step number two unless you had chapters 16, 17, 17, 18, 19. 19. Mm -hmm. The reason he can say to his people, hey, Mm -hmm. this is serious, fast and pray, is because he's educated them about the Mm -hmm. law of the Lord. He has set their hearts back toward God. He has brought the the religious standard back. He's torn down the groves and the high places. So now when he's in this this strait that's got him terrified, he can say to his nation, fast with me. 
Pray with me. Mm-hmm. Remember how God saved us before. Mm-hmm. Remember how he brought us through chapter 18. Remember how he brought us through chapter 19. Mm-hmm. Right? He can say to them with authority. Mm-hmm. What's the last verse of the, of the last chapter? It says something like, when you do God Deal good. courageously and the Lord shall be with you, shall be with the good. Shall be with the good. I can't go to them if they're not good mm-hmm. and say, pray with me. Have, have you ever been in a situation where you needed somebody to pray and you, you selectively asked people to pray for you mm-hmm. because you knew that person mm-hmm. right yes I you have. had confidence in that person's prayers and you said this is serious will you pray with me will you fast with me mm-hmm. and there's not you can't ask everybody to do that because not everybody it, will. It, they're not going to number one number two that's a lot to ask but you can when you go to god's people and you say i really need you to pray will you fast with me and oh, you can feel those prayers and a lot of times Sometimes in the church world, and I'm not saying always, I'm just saying sometimes, fasting becomes a badge of honor instead of what it's intended to be. So what is it intended so to be? So fasting should be humbling yourself before God. Some, In my for opinion. The per- for what purpose? For salvation of souls. For God to get glory. For a situation to be handled. For not to make me look like something because I fast. And not for me to tout about and say, because I'm never really even supposed to tell you I'm fasting. I'm not supposed to say, oh, I'm sorry, well, I can't do that today, I'm fasting. Jesus said, don't go around looking like you're fasting, yeah, so everybody will think how holy you are. Puny, yeah. But all through scriptures, kings and leaders and, and soldiers Christians have said, and Christ himself called a public fast. Called a fast. Let's all For their fast. nation, for So everybody. it wasn't like it was a secret, but it wasn't like, look look how holy I look am. Look how holy. It yeah. was, let's do this together. Or, and, 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 I, and no offense, no We've offense. We've had fast proclaimed in the United States, by the way, by presidents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Prayers and days of praying days and fasting pressing. that they... We and President Lincoln did that in the middle of the Civil War. Said mm-hmm. everybody needs to fast and pray, mm-hmm. and and that was a public everybody in. Get it? Get we, this is serious. Yes. We need to fast right. and pray. Right. And I, I always think of it like I don't always think of it. That's a wrong phrase to say, but I kind of think about it like. Do you remember when we used to have boom boxes, and you're dialing in? No, well, I'm no, not on. that old. <laughs> and you're dialing in the uh, radio station, and you're almost to it, and then you go past it, and it's fuzzy again. And then you go back. I feel like. I feel like when we fast and pray, it's not so much that like we're going to hold our breath till you do what we say. Because I think some people no. get that idea about no. fasting. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fast until God does what I want. No. But I think that when you fast and pray, it's like you're dialing in the voice of God. Like, let me make sure I hear you. Mm-hmm. Let me make sure that and what we're about to do is the right or what, thing to do. What we need mm-hmm. to do is so clear to us. I prayed this the other day for a friend of mine. I said they asked me to pray, and I said, "Here's what I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray that God is so obvious with His answer that, that you, you can't, can't mess it up." Mm-hmm. And to me, that I feel like that's what fasting mm-hmm. does. It mm-hmm. takes your mind off all the distracting things and all the selfish things. It and makes you focus, and you focus in on like, "Am I right?" Can I understand what he's saying? And, and is this what and I'm not to only do? That, in my opinion, this is, and I've grown up with different kinds of fast. So, in my opinion, only my opinion. Don't take that to the bank. It's not a when I when I'm whatever my fasting is. If I am sincere in that fast, if if it's food and I'm hungry, that's when my you pray, heart right? turns to. Wait a minute, I am doing this on purpose because God, you're more important today to me than my hunger. I want to make sure that I'm lined up with you and that we or whatever we're praying about is lined up and you and you get glory for this. What what it takes your mind off of you, even though whatever sometimes what you're fasting can make you feel So it's like saying to God, I'd rather have your will in this than I would feed my flesh. I'd rather have your will mm-hmm. than my comfort. Yeah. Right? And in the Old Testament, they put on sackcloth so their body wasn't comfortable. Ashes so their skin wasn't comfortable. And they looked awful. You know, but that became something bad because Mm -hmm. it became about attention-seeking in the New Testament. But when they they humble, you said that word that was so important about fasting, I think, is that you humbled yourself so that you're not the most important thing in that day. Not at all. You're Seeking never really supposed to be the most important I know. thing. But this day, but we forget. you're particularly paying attention that this isn't about me. And this I'm is about something bigger than me. For an an- I'm looking for an answer. Mm-hmm. I'm seeking and I God's don't think, answer. I don't think ever that we as human beings ever, maybe I'm wrong. Please forgive me if I'm wrong. But I don't think we ever have the right to say, God, I'm going to hold my breath and turn green and <laughs> die until you do what I say. But do you not know what I'm talking about when I say that? But I'm going to fast, so God has to do it. But people they're claiming things in the name of Jesus, well, and they're doing things. And I get that. I understand that in part. 
But no, I don't. We have, can ask God for anything, but God has the right to and, and will do and what's I right for us. And I want Him to do what's time. right for us. I Not don't what want I a God that's going to do something just because I want that. Maybe that's the wrong thing for me. He to doesn't want. work for me. No, I work for him. I'm fasting mm-hmm. so he can show me what I need to do. Right. Not so I can show God I what he a, needs I to do. I heard a preacher talk really nice, or t- did a really good sermon on binding things. You know, they're just going to bind Satan. Well, you know, no. Jesus takes care of that. I take care of making sure my relationship to Christ is good. He, I go to him and say, hey, I'd really appreciate it if you'd take care of him, which he will, but... It's not you. We we make ourselves out to be far more important. We always get or powerful than we need to be. We forget who this is for. But I like it that he called a fast. He proclaimed a fast. He turned to God first. And I think of all the things that David did. That's what David did best. That's David's heart. That's what David did best. Instead of just falling apart and trying things on his own, he would turn to God first. Saul, on the other hand thought he figured things out and when he thought he had something figured out then he did and then if it messed up he'd turn to God but David didn't do that I wish I was more like David mm-hmm. I wish I could get myself more like David I'm just going to tell God. you <laughs> we just we I'm don't just do going right. to tell you that I always get my feelings hurt in the story of Saul because that is my temptation mm-hmm. to try to figure it out on my own and, and ask God to bless what I'm we doing. We all do that. And, and, but but and, my husband's not that way. My husband yeah. is more like David. He is that guy who, like he's always saying to us, he said to the kids to, to the kids today, we went for a walk, and we were all riding in the car together to go for a walk, and he was just like, we were talking about situations in the future. How are we going to handle this and that? And he said, i tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to believe what the Bible says about it. Mm-hmm. And he said, I'm just going to hang on to that. And when I start feeling and thinking other things, I'm going to go back to what did God say about it? Mm-hmm. And, and he's always been like that. He's mm-hmm. always been the guy that said, well, now God I said, so what do you do that. believe? I try to do that. But you I just don't always do get it. it. I don't always get there. But <laughs> he's, there's something I've, to he's be said in, for those little words in verse 3, and set himself to seek the Lord. That's, that's a piece of our Christian life that you can't do for me and I can't do for you. We can't do it for somebody else. They have to set themselves to seek the Lord. I have to determine in this, whatever the situation is, that that's where I'm going to go. That's how I'm going to turn. So he, he determines to seek the Lord. Mm-hmm. He proclaims a fast and he feels like he has the authority to do that because mm-hmm. he he's has the set them in the right the way. King. And then he does something really, really, really important that I don't want us to miss. He gathers them together. So let's do that. Verse four. And Judah gathered themselves together to ask help of the Lord even out of all the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. A church, a group, if a city, a anything. nation, a family, doesn't matter. If you come together to seek the Lord physically, what's it say they'll do? I know we can come together on Facebook. We are right now. I know we can come together over the phone. People do that all the time that live distances apart. But we have forsaken in 2023 the coming together mm-hmm. of the church, the coming together of believers, and the power that's in physically being, being together. present together mm-hmm. and calling out to the Lord mm-hmm. in unity. Mm-hmm. The, you know, the Bible talks about to a two, a two, two pieces of rope forward. are strong, mm-hmm. but three is better. And mm-hmm. when we all bring it in, when we are physically in contact with one another, the distractions put outside the door, there is a value in that beyond belief. And he brings the nations together and illustrates mm-hmm. that right here. He absolutely does. Not only do they come together, they come together fasting. They come together praying. You know, the last time they came, they came for a feast. Mm-hmm. They came for sacrifices. They came for, mm-hmm. for, for all those blessings. But coming not now for not for what you're getting we need help but because we need to bind together and to seek the lord's face help of the lord right mm-hmm. and and people even when people do come to church sometimes you're still coming just to get mm-hmm. they're not coming to get they're coming to ask god together on behalf of everyone that's present mm-hmm. god will you show us the way and make it plain right and not only do not only do the regular people come and not only do the king's people come but here's another footstep of David. 
The descendants of the people who praised in David's day are the ones who are standing in, in the yes. congregation I in front of the temple. This, the, these men, the great who, great grandson of the one we were, who did yeah, mighty men stuff. Yeah. When we were in First Chronicles, we named those singers and those praisers and those testifiers and, and those and poets. Their descendants are still and we, here. We went to Psalms mm-hmm. and we read the things they wrote. Here's their family. Here's their family. And they're they're right there at the temple as everyone gathers around the temple. Now we haven't got and there they're yet. Singing and they're singing and praising. A piece of this I really like yeah, we'll too. look at it. But I'm just so, saying, so once again, five, though, he said, now how do we handle this? We set we our handle, heart toward God. When we're going to seek God, we handle this with praise. We seek, we set ourselves to seek the Lord. And I like in verse 5, it says, And Jehoshaphat stood in the congregation of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new court. I would say this to leaders, people who want to be leaders or think of themselves as leaders or examples. He needs to be there. Not only is he there, he's, he's not above there. the congregation. No, he's with them. He's in the congregation. Mm-hmm. Verse 6, and said, this is what Jehoshaphat says. And listen to what he says. He says, and, and said, O Lord God of our fathers, art, are not thou God in heaven? And rulest not thou over all the kingdoms of the heathen? And in thine hand is there not power and might, so that none is able to withstand thee? Our Father, which yeah. art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. But what's name. he doing? He's praising. You get some praise. I'm, I need to give you praise before I, I start anything. Right? I know who you are. And are you not the God of everything? Yep, of you are. Of course you are. Verse 7, art not thou our God who didst drive out the inhabitants of this land before the people of Israel and gave it to the seed of Abraham, thy friend forever? Mm-hmm. Our Father, which okay. art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. I always I think know of I that. keep breaking it down. but Praise, praise, praise. Who you is he? Mm-hmm. Who is he? How did we get here? What did he say? And who are we? You're his friend. First thing in my prayer when I'm in trouble is remembering who he is. That's exactly right. Now, God, right. aren't you the most? Aren't you the one that made me? Hallowed don't you know? be thy name. Don't you know my beginning and my ending? Holy. You oh. rule heaven. You rule earth. You are God before you do anything else. And then second, did you? I know what you said. You said you'd never leave me or forsake me. Your you will be said done. you'd see me all the way to the end. You Your said will be done on earth Jesus' blood covers my sins. I don't need to panic that I'm not forgiven. I don't mm-hmm. need to panic that I'm cast out and cast away. You said he that likes if I trust him to say you said because you know he when you say it you're not saying God I think you forgot. You're saying God I believe that if I you believe. said it you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. I, I know who you are, and I know what you said. And I know Abraham was your friend. And they dwelt therein and have built thee a sanctuary for thy name, saying, If when evil comes upon us. Now, I, I immediately, my brain immediately goes Went back to Solomon. to Solomon. Who said? That's what I mean. He's Father, not getting this name. When this sword he? or judgment or pestilence or famine, we stand before this house and in thy presence, for thy name is in this house, right. and cry unto thee in our affliction, then thou wilt hear and help. He is simply going back to the words. And God said, I'll do that. And that's what he said. God told Solomon, I'll do that. And mm-hmm. Jehoshaphat says, you said it, you so said I know it. you're going to take care and of this. And I know you will. So he's terrified. Mm-hmm. But what he's confessing is faith. Absolutely. So that's exactly I, I feel right. afraid, but I know who you are. And I and know, I know what, what you do. said. Mm-hmm. And I know that you said, if we do this, you'll do that. Mm-hmm. So I'm holding, I'm going to trust and hold on to what you said, mm-hmm. despite how I feel. Pray fast. That's nice. Believe, isn't it? That's nice. That's the combination. That's when Jesus gives them the Lord's Prayer. Isn't that what he says to Be, them? According to the New Praise Testament, your fear has no place Mm-mm. in a Christian's life. Fear has no place. No. Nope. Because we've got this much of the rope that we're dealing with now, and we've got all this rope out here that's eternity. This little bit we make way more important than it needs to be. Those things that we worry about and so we can much. Trust him. And we can trust Him. Now, verse 10. And now, so now here's the point, right? I've praised you. I've expressed my faith and my belief in you. I've remembered what your word says because he's taking that from the recordings of what Solomon did and what was said when the temple was built, how God answered. We already went through all that. And now behold, the children of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, whom thou wouldest not let Israel invade when they came out of the land of Egypt, but they turned from them and destroyed them not. We didn't kill them then. You told us not to, so we didn't. Behold, I say how they reward us to come to cast us out of thy possession, which thou hast given us to inherit. Here's what's going on, God. God already knows, but I'm saying it out loud. 
for the congregation, for the people, for the cities, for everybody that's here to hear what's going on. Verse 12, O our God, wilt thou not judge them? For we have no might against this great company that cometh against us. Neither know we what to do, but our eyes are upon thee. And here's the thing that I think is interesting about that. If you're going to circle a verse in your Bible, <laughs> right there is the one, one to circle, That's right? Neither know we what to do. I've been there. We don't know what to do, but our eyes are upon thee. So I was looking today, and I went back through, and I've got Bibles all over the house. So I picked up the one that was beside the couch, and it was Rick's Bible. And he had that line underlined. And I thought, yep, that's the one. That's what I had underlined, too. When you know, I don't know what to do. I have no idea what to do. But I know I can turn my eyes toward you. Expectantly. And you will take care of whatever it is I need. I love that verse. I loved it before I knew he marked it. Mm -hmm. But I love that verse. I do, too. And all Judah stood before you know the what? Lord. I, under, I understand it as, as a child of a very good dad. I understand it. Because if I was in a place where I didn't know what to do or I was afraid or I was in a situation that was unfamiliar, I looked at him expectantly. Mm -hmm. I knew that he knew what to do. I knew that he was not going to let anything happen to me. If mm -hmm. I was with my dad, I didn't have to be afraid. Mm -hmm. Because that might be very scary. That situation might be very unfamiliar. But he's here. He'll so I would look at what's how's, what's he going to say? What how's, what's he going to do? You, do you remember him saying one that. time in one of his sermons that one of the hardest parts for him when he got married wasn't that he got married. He was okay with that. But he, but, yeah. but, but there was that if I heard something in the middle of the night, it was him now that had to go get it. Your eyes before, are on him. Where, what are you going to do? Before it wasn't, yeah. he could look to his dad, and his dad, of course, wasn't we'll afraid of nothing, and he would take care of it. But he he used to say that. But I always felt that way about him. I always felt like there was nothing that would happen that if my dad was there, I had to worry about. He mm -hmm. was going to take care of it, whatever it was. And, shouldn't and, we, and shouldn't my we eyes also, were just like, I don't know what to do, but you do. And shouldn't we be even more so with God? Well, of course. I mean, I, I can't Expectantly help but think that to say, as Jehoshaphat praised this, he already knows the Ethiopian revolt that God took him through. And... I think every, all the little things that he's he already done. But I think everybody still thinks moments. that a leader has to have it all figured out, or a leader has to be the one. Like we we think that in American politics, we think the leader that we want to elect is the one that's got all the right answers, and that like we can turn our eyes toward him. But Jehoshaphat's letting this whole nation know. I turn. To I don't you. have the answer, but I I don't have any idea what I need to do because we're outnumbered and I don't know how to handle this situation. And but I am more. looking at God. I'm praying this out loud at the temple. I am looking at God saying, you do. Mm -hmm. I'm turning it over to you. I mean, I wonder how many, I hate to think about it, but I wonder how many votes you'd get as an American presidential candidate if you said, I'm not sure what the answer to this is. Mm -hmm. But what I think we ought to do mm -hmm. is look to God's word. To God. What yeah. I think we ought to do is pray and ask God what he would have us to do and then do that. Mm -hmm. He probably wouldn't get very many votes today. But he ought to. But he ought to. Because the truth is they don't know what they're talking about most of the time. Mm -hmm. And they don't know what they're, they're going to. They're kind of making it up as they go. They're going to do when they get there. But God does know. I like that line. I just, I'm going to read it again because I just love it. Neither know we what to do, but our eyes are upon thee. Mm -hmm. That is, that is, I don't know. There's something about that that's poignant. There's something about that that's real and sweet and honest there's Especially when followed up by that. verse 13. Mm -hmm. And verse 13 says, And all Judah stood before the Lord with their little ones, their, with their wives, little ones. and their children. All the, of them The babies are, are looking. What, what's the king going to do? Mm -hmm. He's going to trust God. Trust the mamas God. are looking, holding their babies precious with this army mm -hmm. surrounding them. What are we going to do? Mm -hmm. We're going to trust the Lord. And you know, We're going to look to the Lord. The daddies know, are standing there. And you know what there's gonna people do? in the crowd somewhere yeah. who's going, what is he doing now? That's not going to get but, us anywhere. But I don't know. Right? Maybe. But, here, but they've been prepared. But they've been told. They've been right? prepared. Because he's been sending out those Levites. Remember, mm -hmm. he sent them out so everybody could learn. Mm -hmm. But now look at 14. And I love this part. And this is the part about the descendants. We're starting to see the descendants of David's yeah. mighties here. Then upon Jehazel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaiah, the son of Jehiel, the son of Matthiah, a Levite of the sons of Asaph, came the Spirit of the Lord in the midst of the congregation. 
God didn't speak out loud. Those are the bo- David's boys' mm-hmm. descendants. That's David's boys. That's, that's David's right. boys. That's getting the band back together. Mm-hmm. That's what that is. That's what that is. Remember how they praised last time? We put chill bumps on my arms. Yeah, now we got the praisers now, over here. They're, but they're, these are, but these so is Asaph. So, so is this group. Yes. We're getting the band back together. And the Holy Spirit starts moving. Hey, I thought that went until the New Testament. Read your Bible no, again. Right there. The Holy Spirit starts moving into them so that the they know Spirit what to the say. The Lord in the midst of the congregation. Right. Can you imagine? Can you imagine yeah. being Jehaziel and mm-hmm. you, God's telling you what to say? say king's it. up here Speak now up. to you, mm-hmm. right? And he, verse Well, 15, the king's not up there. He's in the congregation. He's in the congregation. Yeah. Verse 15, and he said, Hear, but hearken ye all Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, for thou, King Jehoshaphat, thus saith the Lord unto you, be not afraid. <laughs> Here's your answer. That was fast. Yep. I mean, that's true. That's fast. We don't always get an answer that fast. Hey, God's got fast. an answer, and here's what it is. But we don't usually get them that fast. I we don't that. always get them that but fast. But here we go. Uh, but they've been fasting, and they've been I praying, just, and they're gathered We go back to Daniel together. again this mm-hmm. week. Daniel's praying, and the angel taps him on the shoulder. I says, hey, I heard you when you started, mm-hmm. and you are greatly beloved. That's what's happening Highly here. Favored. Mm-hmm. I've heard, I know what you. I know what you're saying. Thus saith the Lord unto you, be not afraid, nor dismayed by reason of this great multitude. For the battle is not yours. It's not. But God's. I love that line too. This chapter is just full of those little one-liners that I just love. The battle is not mine. Or not Said yours, David, it's mine. Right? right? Mark's on here. He's, Again, David. He's singing a song, Sing, right? Echoing David. Mm-hmm. Battle's not your mine, it's yours. Right. Don't be afraid. Don't be dismayed because there's a large number. We always are afraid when there's a large number, right? They're afraid, but they're doing right. But they're doing the right thing. You, you're going to be they afraid. Set you're going to be to afraid. God. But when that fear comes, set do what you know to, to do. Mm-hmm. For the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow, go ye down against them. Behold, they come up by the cliff of Ziz, and ye shall find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jeruel. Ye shall not need to fight in this battle. <laughs> set yourselves, stand ye still. And see the salvation of the Lord with you. Have you heard that before? Yeah, have you heard that before? That's Joshua. And that's Moses. And that's Moses. O Judah and Jerusalem, fear not, nor be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, for the Lord will be with you. Now, what if they decided that that just I didn't can feel seem the Holy right? Spirit now. I know I can too. But what if they decided, I don't know, just go out there and stand still? Hmm. You know, well, they just ask him. There's a whole lot of but them. But they just ask him. <laughs> right. Here's your answer. Here's your answer. It's I've got not, you. It's not your battle. It's mine. I want you. But they have to do what You don't tells see them. anybody arguing against it. No. You don't see anybody saying, I don't trust it. Because they're all in one mind and one accord. They're gathered together. Where they're supposed to seek their help. Doing what God said he would do if they would do it. Mm-hmm. God said, if you do this, I'll, I'll honor it when you That's turn to the temple. That's what he said. The battle's not They're, yours. They've been ready. They got ready. And they were ready to fast. They were ready to pray. They were ready to turn to God. And now God, of course, will answer. Because that's what he does. He's that's wanting right. to answer. And we won't get in the place where he can. We won't let him. And he wants to answer. He wants to Ye do it. shall not need to fight. Set yourselves. Stand still. And see and I love the salvation it. of your Lord. And jo- Jehoshaphat's reaction is to bow, bow his with his face to the ground. And all Judah. He's undone. And the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell before the Lord. I know you Worshiping have. the Lord. Have you Absolutely. not been completely undone in the Lord? Yes. Just like, I can't believe how you answered that I prayer. can't. You're right. I am blown away how you did that. Friend of mine, we're talking about this this week. She said, "I asked God something. He answered before I started talking." She said, "I, I and I am shocked." And I'm like, "Why am I shocked? That's who God is. That's, That's what, what He does." does. And but have you not found yourself you on your kingdom. face saying, "Thank you"? I don't know. I how can't we believe did this. you did mm-hmm. that. I don't but you know did it. Did, but you did it. You did it more than I asked you. You had a better plan than I had. You had more than I was ready to ask you. And for. I didn't have to do anything except be there, stand still, do my part, and let you be God. And trust that you will keep your word. Which he does. Yeah. Right? I love that part. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's several little one-liners in this in Second Chronicles chapter 20 that I think if you haven't marked, you should. Um, and that's one of them too. Verse 19, and here we go. And the Levites of the children of the Kohathites and of the children of the Korhites stood up the old band. to praise the Lord God of Israel with a loud voice on high. 
<laughs> so they all fall down and worship the Lord. And then what happens? They get their praise on. They get the praise going, <laughs> right? And they, I mean, that's that's not a small verse right there. That's a very big, so the order of events has been this. You heard something you didn't understand, didn't like, didn't know, was fearful. You turned to God. You set yourself toward God. You called for fasting and prayer. The you, verses just keep getting better, right? Right, there. they do. I, I love this chapter. Keep Because they just keep getting better. You call for fasting and prayer. Then you humble yourself before God and he you you praise him and you confess your faith in him and you stand on his stand promises. on his promises and then he answers and then you obey and you praise and you are thankful and verse yeah. 20 and they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa and yeah, as they went service. forth Jehoshaphat they stood did. in and said hear me O Judah and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem believe ye Believe in the Lord your God, so shall ye be established. Believe his prophets, so shall you prosper. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord, and that should praise the beauty of holiness as they went out before the army, and to say, Praise the Lord, for his mercy endureth forever. <laughs> Where do you hear that at? Don't stop before verse 22. <laughs> yeah, but where do you hear that? Right. And when they began to sing and to praise the Lord, and, oh, sorry, and when yeah. they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushments against the children of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, which were come against so Judah, while and they singing, were smitten. Mm -hmm. While they're singing, mm -hmm. enjoying themselves in the Lord, mm -hmm. they're not just singing anything. They're singing about the beauty of His holiness. holiness. Yes. They're singing about His mercy enduring forever. Mm -hmm. The graciousness of God. While they are enthralled the in the of beauty God. of God. Right? That's God's all. already fighting the battle. He's already got it won. It's, I was reading some people today, and they're like, now what are these ambushments? What is this? Some One person uh speculated that these are literally angels of God fighting on their behalf. Somebody said they're just traps set for the enemy, an ambushment, just traps that they fell in of their own foolishness and their own will. What actually, all of that may be true, but what actually starts to happen is they start infighting. Mm -hmm. And when they get to Edom and they don't trust Edom, when Ammon and Moab get there, they start killing one another. Mm -hmm. And then this one gets suspicious of that one. And this one mm -hmm. doesn't trust this one anymore. And the Syrians get involved. They don't trust anybody. <laughs> and they start slaughtering each other. When the revival meeting's over, <laughs> yeah, when, when the revival meeting's over, they're, 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 not, they're not afraid now. They're praising. Mm -hmm. They go out and look. And this huge army that they had no chance to fight against, this this unnumbered mass mm -hmm. of people unified to destroy them, are laying dead on the ground. Mm -hmm. Yep. Because while they were praising, God was taking care of the problem. I don't know which psalm it is. I can't find it right he now. He was already doing it. But remember it. it says the song repeats itself over and over. His mercy, mercy endures, endures forever. forever. And everything that hath breath, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I mean, those two things... He said, you're not going to have to fight. Not only did they not fight, they got to enjoy the time of the fight. Yeah, they walked The time out of the fight, they're praising. They're not singing all this stuff, but it says, they began to sing, and then verse 23 says, For when the children of Ammon and Moab stood up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir, utterly to slay and destroy them, and when they made an end of the inhabitants of Seir, everyone helped to destroy another. Mm -hmm. And when Judah came toward the watchtower in the wilderness, so they haven't After got the there revival. yet. Right. They looked unto the multitude, all those ones that were out there gathered against him to be such a problem, and looked unto the multitude, and behold, there were dead bodies fallen to the earth, and none escaped. They just said, not the first time, not the first time you've heard they them said, all kill the themselves. They said, that's the best time I've ever had in a war. <laughs> I didn't have to do it. <laughs> but remember, um, that's not the first time. Remember, there was a time back with David and Jonathan. Well, there's when, multiple times when, when God they, fights the battle. So do you know what I kind of think when I and thought about that? And there's a time coming when he's going to fight that's the battle. That's what I thought about. I thought, there's you know a time what? Coming. The, the scriptures is full of stories where the enemy defeats itself. They didn't. He didn't have to do hard. They the whoever was you know David. The Bible says he'll come on that white horse when, when the, the enemies of God are gathered coming. in the valley of En Gedi. Mm -hmm. 
and the brightness this of his place, coming. Yes. When they're gathered in this valley to come against this is God's not a people. Good place to and it fight. says he'll destroy them with the brightness of his coming. It says the he words of his stand mouth. still and, and see the salvation of the Lord. This right. he's going to fight our battle. And he's going to win. And he's going to win. Right? And you and know what we're going to be doing? Praising the Lord. Praising his here. name. Because his mercy And we're going to be saying forever. his mercy endures forever. Look at the beauty of his holiness. Mm -hmm. Look at his perfection. Look at his grace. And I saw Have you ever seen anything like our God? No. That's what we're going to be saying. That's what we're going to be saying. And that's what they had the moment. So to me, this is like a little snippet of this big old it stuff is. over here in Revelation where it, you see Again, the, this king is a picture. Mm-hmm. What happened to this king is pointing us to the king, Christ. Mm -hmm. And what's going to happen? Jehoshaphat didn't fight this battle. Christ Jesus fought this battle. Mm -hmm. And, he's gonna fight, and he's going to fight the next one. And our time. job was to pray, be obedient, hear praise. Him. Get where we could hear him. Listen for him. Right? Set Get our hearts toward hear him. him. All Gather together mm -hmm. physically in mm -hmm. unity together to, to support one another mm -hmm. in prayer. And then stand on the promises of God. And then what's it say in verse 25? So the added little benefit here is, And when Jehoshaphat and his people came to take away the spoil of them, they found among them in abundance both riches with the dead bodies and precious jewels, which they stripped off for themselves, more than they could carry away. <laughs> and there were three days in gathering of the spoil. It was so much. Say thank you all for bringing all this treasure to us. And on the fourth day enemies. they assembled themselves in the valley of Baracha, for there they blessed the Lord. Therefore, the name of that same valley was called the Valley of Baracha unto this day. You know what's neat about that? It's still called that today. Baracha means the Valley of Blessing. Mm -hmm. God turned a valley of death into a valley, into of, a blessing. valley of blessing. Has three he days. done it for you? Notice that in three, three days, days thing in three days. In three days. I love that three he days. He turned the Valley of Death into a Valley of Blessing. He has done that in my life. And in three days he did that he's too. Taken the, he's taken what was dead and he made it alive. He's mm -hmm. taken what was lost and he found it. He's taken he things that it. I didn't know how to handle. And made it better. And made it fine. Made it right. Made More it than fine. Three days. He made it like, so I'm so soil. glad that happened, Lord, because look what you were doing. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And it says it's in verse 28, they came to Jerusalem with psalteries and harps and trumpets into hmm, the house not of done. the Lord. They're still they're praising, right? And the fear of God was on all the kingdoms of those countries when they had heard that the Lord fought against the enemies of Israel. Hmm. So the realm of Jehoshaphat was quiet, for his God gave him rest round about. Even the world knows good, when right? God's taking care of you, right? Now, Even the world understands. Oh, sorry. Like I told you, I think I he truly, 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 truly tried to follow the example mm -hmm. of David and I Solomon. I think we should you all see truly, that in truly, him. truly, truly try to follow the example but he of found, David. But he didn't say, do this because you're David's God or do this because you're Solomon's God. He said, do this because our Lord. You are our mm -hmm. Lord. He found God to be true in his life. Now, I am grateful for the witness of my grandparents and my great-grandparents and my parents and my church and all the people that have influenced me in my life. I am so grateful that he is their God. And I depend on that example and I try to follow it. Mm -hmm. But boy, I'm so glad he's my Lord mm -hmm. and he's my God and that I've learned to trust him and I can count on him and see what he does and how he moves. My favorite song. I love that he's mine. My favorite song that the two you and Kate sing is Tis So Sweet to Trust in to Jesus. To Trust in Jesus. That is my favorite song. There has been so many times when just remembering that I can trust him has taken care of so many problems in my life or so many situations, not necessarily problems, but situations that I was fearful in or worried about or whatever. Now, we're almost out of time, so I'm just going to tell you this part without, we won't read every verse and talk about it, but he does make another mistake because he's human. Mm -hmm. He's a human king. He's not Jesus. He's a human yep. king. And I do think still, like the first time, I do think Jehoshaphat is trying to fix what Solomon broke. Mm -hmm. I, think I think he's too. trying to fix what Rehoboam lost in those ten tribes splitting. But he adjoins himself with the king of the northern kingdom of Israel. I don't even know if his name is in this one. He just says Ahaziah. the king of Israel. Ahaziah, okay. But don't forget, too, some and of the Ahaziah, prophets have popped up now. And they have started saying that there will be a time when these nations will come back true. together. And it is true. And he wants it to be. Mm -hmm. He wants to bring back what was broke. Mm -hmm. His heart's right. I mm -hmm. really believe his heart's right. Because that's what the Bible tells that's me. That's what it says. The Bible tells me his heart's right with the Lord. And that God honors that heart. And mm -hmm. he blesses him. And he does mm -hmm. these things. 
But he, it, but he, again, we talked about this just a little bit last week. He decides he's going to join up with Ahaziah, but Ahaziah is not repentant toward the Lord. He is doing wicked in the sight of the Lord. He's still worshiping idols. He'd like to bring everything back together again, but it's not God's timing. And he gets himself into a, a bit of trouble because he goes into a business venture unequally yoked. Unequally mm-hmm. yoked is not just for marriage. It's for business partnerships. It's for marriage. It's for your de- closest friendships. I need to love every sinner I come across. I need to invite them to Christ. I need to extend them grace. I don't need to judge them. I need to love them. But when I'm talking about who I'm going to have a close, intimate connection with in my life, I have got to guard against being on a equally yoked with an unbeliever someone mm-hmm. who's going to pull me away from the lord and make me make foolish decisions mm-hmm. and not look to god with my mm-hmm. eyes on him mm-hmm. but look to them and their wisdom and the only time and this should be his venture his 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 heart's in the right place it is in the right place but if god doesn't tell you to do that that's not the place to do that and and, and you and, have to guard your heart, for out of it are the issues of life. The Bible tells you that plainly. And it is deceitfully Your heart will tell things. you, of course this has to be right. Because this is unity. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not, not the right decision things. because it was your heart. It wasn't the heart of God. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they go into a, a venture where they're we're doing trade together with ships. And God sinks his ships. Mm-hmm. He sinks but, his ships. Uh, let me tell you about Jehoshaphat. They were it's broken different than Asa. they were not able to it's go It's different to than Rehoboam. It's different than these other kings. Jehoshaphat keeps his heart right with God. When that mm-hmm. another, the next failure comes, just like David, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. He doesn't say, oh, this is God's fault. Isn't God terrible? He says, I was wrong. Mm-hmm. I was wrong in this. When he, when he dies, he dies in peace with God, in good relationship with God, mm-hmm. in the right place with God. He did foolishly, mm-hmm. adjoining himself in this bad deal. But you I, know what? God, ta- God can do all, so much more with a human being who will say, you know what? I messed that up. Mm-hmm. I think when he goes that. before the people and he says, I can't fix your problem, that's the king I want. Mm-hmm. When, he, when he gets into trouble and he says, it's my fault. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. That's he, the king I want. He doesn't say, that's the leader it's I all want. My, these, it's, it's my fault. It, when when so, someone tells you, when someone tells me, you can trust me, I instantly don't trust them. I do, me too. <laughs> when someone tells me I'm going to do the best I can and trust the Lord, I'm like, okay, now we can work with this. Mm-hmm. But when somebody says, you have nothing to fear, trust me. I hate that too. I run in the other direction. And unfortunately, I, I have had people say that like in healthcare situations mm-hmm. and every time. I always say, that, I stop them now. Uh-huh. Every time when they say that, something happens and I'm they like, are no, out look, of control. Look, look, look. I said this no to someone. This is so stupid. I got to tell you this. I know we're out of time. But when, when Lena was born, I had a person in the room, mm-hmm. a medical person in the room, say on and on and on about how great they were at their job. And they're like, listen, nothing can go wrong. Trust me. Of course, Lena was born with a problem. She was in the NIC unit. He was not as perfect as he, he, he did not fit his billing is what I'm going to say. And, and it's not his fault. Those things happen. But ever since that day, when somebody tells me, blindly trust them, I'm like, nope. And the other day, Emma was just getting her ears pierced. That's not a surgical operation. We have not, Mm -hmm. right? We're just getting our ears pierced. And the guy starts in, how great he is. I'm like, now listen, (laughs) stop right there. (laughs) Because anything can happen, right? Mm -hmm. Don't trust people who say, trust me. Trust 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 leaders like Jehoshaphat. Mm -hmm. He's a good one to look for. Right. Right. The Remember where to, to yoke yourself. Remember who and gives just, the And think about, perfection. too, I, I like what you started off with. We started off with praise. They end with praise, mm-hmm. too. I mean, they just sometimes you have to call to mind. I said this the other day, and I don't know why I keep saying that. Maybe it's for me. But sometimes in your life you have to call yourself to yourself and say, Look, what do you believe? Do you believe this or not? And if you do believe this, pray for Pray, talk to God, embolden that relationship. He's not going to let you just get away with anything you want to do. I don't mean that. And prayer isn't just speaking, it's listening. And it's also listening and hearing what he tells you to do. What's the, What's my next move here? I when don't know. When you pray, do you expect an answer? Mm-hmm. And do you listen for one? Yeah. And if, you, if you've already made up your mind before you pray, then you didn't do any good by asking because mm-hmm. you already know what you're going to do. And maybe that's right, maybe that's not. But when you do ask, listen for that answer. I don't know. I think you made a pretty good point about older Christians. I don't think there's a place to stop. I've heard a lot of people say that. There's another battle coming. There's more things to do. Until you're gone from here, there's things you have to figure out what to do. 
And I think as a new Christian, this all sounds great and, you know, maybe it seems a little too uh, Pollyanna-ish. It's not Pollyanna-ish. It's not giving you permission to do anything you want to do ever, always. I mean, right? But you do have a sovereign king, a God. I know where to look. I know what to set myself to. I know where to, to look when I'm in trouble. I do not have all the answers. I never have all the answers. People will ask you questions, and you, you're completely blinded by the question. Mm-hmm. I don't know. God knows. What I can do for you is point you to his word, and what I can do for you is mm-hmm. ask him to let you know plainly what his what will is, let you trace mm-hmm. his hand in something, because I don't know. And here's but what God we is do. good, here's and what his we mercy endures forever. And we'll end with this, I think that's the point of battle ready is to remind us that there are battles we're going to face them every day some bigger than some smaller than we might not even recognize a battle until the next day when we realize you know what I flubbed that one up a little bit I need to do better now you know right there's battles that we fight every day and we simply believe what the word of God says just believe what it says even if you feel scared Especially when you feel scared. a feeling. What if you set your mind to believe? Set your mind to believe. And confess your faith and talk to your Father. Talk to your King. All right. Thank you for joining us. Keep your Bibles out. Keep them open. Get to church tomorrow. You need that fellowship one with another. We will see you next week, Lord willing.